This is The Invisible War with evangelist and author Dr. Rob Randall. There is a bigger battle going on in the world right now than we can even see. A battle that has existed since the beginning of time. This is not a war between countries, but an all-out assault on the very soul of people everywhere. Lives are being defeated and destroyed. Marriages are falling apart at an unprecedented rate. Children are rebelling against everything they've been taught. Addictions are rampant to everything you can think of. And all of this is the result of a spiritual war, which is the invisible war. And yet, there is hope. Rob Randall is a third-generation evangelist who has devoted his life to seeing people who have come to the end of themselves find a true life of promise and healing. The Invisible War is a journey that will lead us on the road to freedom and the path of fulfillment. There are no quick fixes, only a process, but it begins with the first step. So here's Rob Randall to take us through this journey one step at a time as we find hope in The Invisible War. Hello, this is Kevin Harris, and you're listening to The Invisible War. The Invisible War is a radio ministry that deals with spiritual warfare, and today's program is a continuation of a discussion of Chapter 6, Deliverance from the Devil, Engaging the Enemy, of the most important book on spiritual warfare, entitled The Invisible War, Living in Victory Over the Enemy, written by our host and teacher of The Invisible War radio ministry, Dr. Rob Randall. Now, you can get your copy of this most important Bible study by going to our website, theinvisiblewar.org, and you can also order your copy of The Invisible War at your local Christian bookstore. Now, it's very important if you've missed any of Dr. Randall's teaching, you'll want to visit theinvisiblewar.org and click on the Broadcast button. And there you can download any and all of the programs of The Invisible War for free And you especially want to get last time's Invisible War program because it leads up to what we're talking about today. Dr. Randall, good to see you again in the studio. And you, Kevin. What a high and holy privilege it is for me to share with our listeners today this most important Bible study on spiritual warfare. Dr. Randall, I know that there are many today that immediately become resistant and wary of any study on spiritual warfare. Why do you think this is? You know, I believe, first of all, it is a matter of the fear of the unknown. In Timothy's second epistle, chapter 1 and verse 7, we are reminded that God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and love and of sound mind, or some translate it discipline. We must always reject fear, especially if it would cause us to ignore and reject the study of God's Word. It doesn't matter if you say you believe it if you don't know what it says. We ought never to be afraid of the study of God's Word. Remember Jesus said, You shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. John 8.32 And secondly, there is just a lot of bad information coming out of unbiblical teaching concerning spiritual warfare in many corners of the church today. Dr. Randall, explain what you mean by bad information. There are some who teach that the practice of confronting and casting out demons was only given to the apostles, and when the apostolic age ended, these practices stopped. Now let me ask you, does the Bible teach the war with demons have stopped? Does the Bible teach anywhere that the spiritual authority of Christ given to every believer has diminished? 
No, in fact, he said, I will be with you even to the end of the age. This authority of Christ has been given to the church even to the end of the age. Has Satan and his demons been thrown into the lake of fire yet? Quite the contrary. In Revelation 20.10, it says they will be, but not yet. We know all the warnings in Scripture concerning this battle we are in with the forces of darkness are written to the church. Those of us who have trusted Christ as Savior, we are the church. These warnings have been given to us. We live in the time when Holy Spirit has come to live in and live through the lives of all believers. This age we are in is the age when the Holy Spirit is working through Christ's church, His body, presenting Himself to the world in all His authority and power. The Bible declares that Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever, Hebrews 13.8. God's name is the great I am, not the great I was. Listen to the promise of God concerning his power given to the church in Ephesians 3, 20 through 21. Now unto him who is able to do exceedingly beyond all that we ask or think, according to the power, that's what this is about, the power that works within us. To him be the glory in the church and in Christ Jesus to all generations forever and ever. Not just some, not just the apostolic generations, but to all generations this power has been given. No, we are still in this battle with the evil spirits of darkness. And every word of God is forever settled in heaven. It is forever true. His power over the powers of darkness is still greater power. And as we work together, as we cooperate with Christ through the power of prayer, we can see His will done on earth and in our lives as it is in heaven. Dr. Randall, we've been talking about deliverance from the devil, and you've been teaching us when deliverance is necessary. Would you review with our listeners today when you believe deliverance is, in fact, necessary? Deliverance is simply the work of Christ making us more and more like Him. Think of it as part of the believer's sanctification process. That is the process by which Holy Spirit of God is making us like Christ to the glory of God. It is the refiner's fire mentioned in Malachi 3, 2 and 3. Deliverance is simply the tearing down of the enemy's strongholds in our lives that keep us from becoming like Christ, 2 Corinthians 10, 3-5. If there is anything in our lives hindering and blocking the Holy Spirit's work in making us like Christ, it must not be tolerated. Kevin, the sadness is, we in the church have tolerated that which we should have never tolerated. Anything separating us from the work of Christ, from the work of the Spirit of Almighty God, must not be tolerated. Jesus came to set us free, and in Him we can be free from anything and everything that would hinder our walk with our Lord Jesus. Dr. Randall, are you saying that you truly believe that God only hears the prayers of believers? Kevin, I believe that most of the prayers prayed by many believers are not even heard by our Heavenly Father. God's Word says, 
Behold, the Lord's hand is not shortened that it cannot save, neither his ear heavy that it cannot hear, but your iniquities have separated between you and your God, and your sins have hid his face from you that he will not hear. Isaiah 59, 1 and 2. The truth of the matter is, Kevin, that unless we are walking in Jesus, unless we have humbled ourselves before God, He will not even hear our prayer. God resists the proud, but He gives His gifts, His grace, His work to the humble. The fact is that God does hear prayer. Hallelujah. But He hears the prayer of the one who is broken and humble before Him. Well, what kind of prayers do you think God answers? The Bible says in James 5, verse 16, a wonderful passage. Listen to it carefully. The effectual, fervent prayer of a righteous man avails much. Now to him who is able to do exceeding abundantly above all that we could ask or think according to the power that works within us, Ephesians 3.20, before any attempt is approached to set the captives free, before any confrontation with the rebel prince is launched, the believer must understand the eternal truths concerning the prayer that God answers. I want everyone to gather around and listen carefully to the prayer that God answers. Number one, God answers the prayer that's prayed under the sacrifice of Christ. Since the attack on America on September the 11th, 2001, our nation has been in a state of shock and sorrow like we have not known in our lifetime. In an effort to heal our nation's sorrow, a prayer meeting was scheduled at Yankee Stadium. You may remember that prayer meeting. Expectantly, I watched with millions of others as the prayer meeting was broadcast on national television. Maybe you were shocked and hurt as I was. As the name of Jesus was only mentioned once in the two hours that I was able to listen and to watch this so-called prayer meeting. What a waste. Prayers can only reach the throne room of heaven through the sacrifice of Christ. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except by me in John 14, 6. And he says in John 14, 13, And whatsoever you ask in my name... That will I do, that the Father may be glorified in the Son. And in John 15, verse 16, he said, Truly, truly, I say to you, if you shall ask the Father for anything, he will give it to you, and here it is again, in my name. It is only through our union with Christ made possible through his sacrifice on Calvary for our sins that we are able to approach the Holy of Holies with our petitions. In Ephesians 2, 6, we see these words, And he raised us up with him and seated us with him, with Christ, in the heavenly places in Christ Jesus. You don't get to the heavenly places. You can't come into the throne room of heaven except through the shed blood of the Lord Jesus Christ. It is only in him. This passage is a direct reference to verse 20 of chapter 1 that tells us that only through our union with Christ made available through His blood sacrifice for our sins 
are we able to come and be received before our holy God? Secondly, God answers the prayer that's specific. You have not because you ask not, James 4.2. But in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your request be made known to God, Philippians 4, verse 6. Why are we to be specific when we pray? Isn't God omniscient? Doesn't he already know what's going on? Prayer is not getting God's attention. We have his undivided attention through our union with Christ. Prayer is a time of getting our hearts in tune with the heart of God. Prayer is not some self-centered exercise of manipulating God to do what we want. Prayer is not some name it and claim it, blab it and grab it means by which we seek to fill our own selfish desires, as some would teach. No, no, no. Prayer is exercising our union with Christ to join our hearts with the will and heart of our loving Heavenly Father. John 14, 14, Jesus said, If you ask anything, anything, if you ask me anything in my name, I will do it. Prayer is working together with God to see His will accomplished on earth as it is in heaven. Truly I say to you, whatever you shall bind on earth will be bound in heaven, and whatever you loose on earth shall be loosed in heaven. Matthew 16, 19. God answers the prayer that's specific. Lift up that child by name. Lift up that attitude that needs to be changed by name. Lift up that habit that needs to be removed. Lift up the spirit that God reveals to you that needs to be expelled. By name, God answers the prayer that's specific. Thirdly, God answers the prayer that is prayed in the spirit. Romans 8, 26, we find these words. And in the same way, the spirit also helps our weaknesses, for we do not know how to pray as we should, But the Spirit Himself intercedes for us with groanings too deep for words. Once again, it is through our union with the Lord Jesus that our prayers become effective prayer. The Spirit of God who dwells within each believer is the one who teaches us how to pray and what to pray. It is through this holy relationship with God that effective prayer resides There are times in all of our lives when our hurts are so deep, our sorrows so overwhelming that we don't know if we can pray, much less what to pray. These are the times when our prayer time becomes a time of healing and sweet communion with the Lord. It is the Holy Spirit that dwells within each believer that will take over the prayer closet, the prayer meeting, the agenda of the prayer time. There is no night so dark that our Lord is not present. There is no tear-stained pillow that our Lord does not share our grief, Isaiah 53, 4 and 5. It is through the precious ministry of the paraclete, the Holy Spirit, the one who stands alongside of us and will never leave us, the one who never leaves or forsakes us the Holy Spirit of Almighty God that enables us to be in communion with God in prayer. Even in the passage concerning our armor of God within the spiritual battle we find ourselves, we find this admonition. 
with all prayer and petition. Pray at all times in the Spirit, Ephesians 6.18. And fourthly, God answers the prayer that is offered in submission to His will. God is opposed to the proud, but He gives grace to the humble, James 4, verse 6. Herein lies the key to effective prayer. You ask and do not receive, because you ask with the wrong motives, so that you may spend it on your pleasures. James chapter 4, verse 3. If we ever expect God to hear and answer our petitions, they must be presented to Him in complete humility and submission to His will. This is where fasting comes into focus. Fasting is not an attempt to become super spiritual. Fasting is not some kind of work to get into God's presence. Fasting is simply putting aside our flesh so it cannot influence our communion with the Lord. God answers the prayer that is presented in total submission to His will. In 1 John chapter 5, verse 14, listen to the Word of God today. And this is the confidence which we have before Him, that if we ask anything according to His will, He hears us. Once again, God answers the prayer that's prayed in the sacrifice of Christ. God answers the prayer that's specific. God answers the prayer that's prayed in the Spirit. Let the Holy Spirit take over the agenda of the prayer meeting. And God answers the prayer that is offered in submission to His will. Not my will, but thine be done. Dr. Randall, should just anyone get involved in deliverance? Shouldn't these most serious spiritual matters be left to experts? You know, there are those Christian counselors for whom I have the highest respect in these spiritual matters. We have much to learn from these men and women who have been called of God to do this very important work. However, I do not believe that man has answers to man's problems. Only God understands fully what's going on in the hearts of men and women. I know of well-trained, well-educated, so-called Christian counselors who are of little or no help in these matters of deliverance from the darkness. One who has received a liberal education in psychology and philosophy is no more prepared to handle these matters than any other worldly counselor. Nowhere in the Scripture do we find that these matters are relegated to the professionals. Man does not deliver anyone. I'm going to say that again. I'm going to scream it from the housetops. I want everyone to receive this. Man does not deliver anyone. We don't have the power. Only Christ has come to destroy the works of the devil, 1 John 3, 8. We don't go to so-called professionals. We go to the Lord Jesus for our power, for our help. He is our deliverer. We are only workers together with Him, 2 Corinthians 6, verse 1 and 2. Well, once again, we have run out of time, and we're going to have to continue this very important discussion and teaching on the invisible war next time. So we hope that you'll join us. And by the way, go to our website, theinvisiblewar.org, and you can download for free any program or all the programs in this series on the invisible war. Just go to theinvisiblewar.org.
By the way, if you would like to have Dr. Randall speak to your church, there are still dates available. You'll be encouraged and blessed to hear such an important and fresh message from God's servant. Why not consider a conference or a retreat or a series of evangelistic meetings to call your community to repentance and faith in Christ? Dr. Randall would consider it a great honor to serve with you to see in your lives the purposes of God as it is in heaven. Contact us today for more information at theinvisiblewar.org or you can call 877-808-8886. That's toll-free 1-877-808-8886. And we look forward to hearing from you. It is by your faithfully standing with us that we're able to bring the invisible war to you each week by radio. Thank you for joining with us in prayer as we take this life-changing truth to the many hurting and wounded. And thank you for your financial support for the invisible war. Please give as generous a gift as our Lord would lead you to give to this most important ministry of healing and cleansing. You can give your gift online. Go to our website, theinvisiblewar.org, or call toll-free 877-808-8886. That's toll-free 1-877-808-8886, and we look forward to hearing from you. Dr. Randall, would you pray for us that all of us would know and walk in this freedom of Christ? Would you join me in prayer right where you are? Scripture says that if we would draw near to the Lord, He would draw near to us. I want you to know today, whatever you have done or whatever has been done to you, God is able. He loves you. He didn't come to condemn you. He came to save you and to deliver you and set you free from all of the stuff the enemy would put in your life to keep you in bondage. Pray with me right now. Lord Jesus, I thank you that you love me. Just pray with me. That's right. Repeat it after me, wherever you are. Lord Jesus, thank you that you love me. Thank you that you died for me. I ask you to come into my life and forgive me of my sin. I receive you as my Savior and my Lord. Lord, I choose this day to declare to the heavens, to the earth, and even to the very pit of hell that Jesus Christ is my Savior and my Lord. I ask you, Lord, to help me. I've made a mess of things. And Lord, my righteousness is not good enough. I realize that today. I need your righteousness. I need your work. Bathe me from the top of my head to the bottom of my feet in the blood of the Lord Jesus Christ. I pray that you would remove every hindering, blocking, lying spirit. May your voice and your voice, Lord Jesus, alone be heard. May all other voices be silent. Do the greatest work for your greatest glory. I receive your forgiveness that I might forgive others. Lord, I thank you that the blood and the covenant, the new covenant of the Lord Jesus is greater than every and all other covenants that have been made by me and those covenants, those unholy covenants that were made for me. I ask you, Lord, now to come and set me free for your glory. Do the greatest work for your glory. I pray in Jesus Christ's mighty name. Amen and amen. Now, if you prayed with me today, I sure would like to hear from you. Let us know how we can help you. Would you 
visit us. You can email me at theinvisiblewar.org. There's a place there where you can email us with your questions and your concerns. If you need a time of further prayer, we would love to visit with you. Just let us know how we can help you. Or you can call us toll-free, 1-877-808-8886. That's 1-877-808-8886. Thank you, Dr. Randall, for your prayer and for this very important message today. Remember, it was for freedom Christ came to set us free. Please, sweet friend, don't settle for anything less than the freedom Christ bought for you on Calvary through His precious blood. Whatever you have done or whatever has been done to you, give it all to the Lord Jesus. Lay it at His feet. Go to the place where it is cleansed, the cross of Calvary. Turn from it through repentance and receive the forgiveness of Calvary so you will have the supernatural power to forgive others and forgive yourself. You can be free today. You can be free today. Remember, Jesus came to destroy the works of the devil. Don't settle for anything less than the freedom of our Lord Jesus Christ. Thank you for listening today, and thank you for your prayer and support of the Invisible War. This has been the weekly radio program called The Invisible War with Rob Randall. You don't have to live defeated, heartbroken, or in bondage to anything. Give everything you are to everything He is, and you will begin to see your life transformed into the life He has made you to be, for your sake and for everyone around you. Remember to check out theinvisiblewar.org for resources, podcast information, and just a place to let us know how to pray for you. We'll see you next time on The Invisible War.